Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are now in part five of our current study, War of the Kingdoms, Standing in Truth in These Desperate Times. And today we'll be wrapping up this series and moving on to our next study, entitled Last Minute Warning. So much is happening in the world right now that the air is almost electrified with prophetic confirmation that the Lord is coming soon. And when that glorious event takes place, our Savior will meet His true, born-again offspring in the air before the seven-year tribulation commences. And we will be with Him in our celestial home for the seven years that will bring the remaining earth dwellers, who have rejected the love of the truth so as to be saved, into the greatest time of suffering that the world has ever known. The first three and a half years of the tribulation will be marked by a false peace and demonic delusion. But at the midpoint of the seven years, the Antichrist will show his true colors, and all hell will literally break loose. After the seven years have concluded, under the tyrannical reign of the Antichrist, Jesus will return and will set his feet on the Mount of Olives the exact place where he ascended to heaven after his work on the cross was completed and his glorious resurrection had ensured eternal life for those who would believe in him. When he left, only his apostles and a few bystanders saw him taken up. But when he returns at his second coming, with the raptured saints following him on white horses, Scripture reveals to us that every eye will see him. His glorious arrival will be in the midst of a great battle that is being waged by the world coalitions who are fighting against Jerusalem. These armies will extend 60 miles north to the plain of Megiddo, whereby this great battle is referred to as the Battle of Armageddon. Jesus intervenes in this great war to defend Jerusalem. And in a last-ditch effort, the armies of the world will lay aside their differences to fight him. But of course, their efforts will be in vain. For the King of kings and Lord of lords will annihilate them to the very core of their wicked hearts and violent intentions. In Zechariah 14, 1-5, this awesome event is recorded. Behold, a day is coming for the Lord, when the spoil taken from you will be divided among you. For I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city will be captured, the houses plundered, the women ravished, and half of the city exiled. But the rest of the people will not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fights on a day of battle. And in that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which is in front of Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives will be split in the middle, from east to west, by a very large valley, so that half of the mountain will move toward the north, 
and the other half toward the south. After the Lord's mighty victory, he will cast the Antichrist and the false prophet into the lake of fire and will bind Satan in a bottomless pit for a thousand years, while King Jesus reigns on the throne of David in majesty and in power. Beloved, we are at the point when every prophetic precursor that is needed for the Antichrist to appear on the earth and for the tribulation period to commence has converged and is being orchestrated with new world order precision, making the rapture of God's true church imminent. And that is why it is critical for the people of God to be made even more aware of the enemy's tactics to rob, kill, and destroy. For we hold the only true light that will lead the lost to salvation's safety, and we will be leaving soon. The most important intention behind Lucifer's global takeover, which he will accomplish through his Antichrist and the false prophet, is to keep the people of earth from coming to the true Savior and to gain the worship of all people on earth for himself. With this understanding in mind, we have been gleaning from a commentary entitled Satan's 13-Point Plan to Take Over the World, and today we'll pick up with number 10, which is The Temple of God in Jerusalem Becomes Satan's Temple of All Faiths. In his arsenal of deceptions, the devil has a specific strategy for deceiving Israel, God's covenant people. He knows that spiritually restored Israel is destined to play an important role in the kingdom of God during the millennium. It is consequently a highly prioritized strategy of Satan to subject the entire nation of Israel to the authority of the false Messiah thereby ensuring that they will be fully under his control. Two thousand years ago, the true Messiah, Jesus Christ the Lord, issued a warning to Israel that they would conclude a covenant with the false Messiah. In John 5.43, it is written, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another shall come in his own name, you will receive him. In Daniel 9.27, the prophet also indicated that Israel would conclude a covenant with the Antichrist for a one-year week of seven years. As part of this false covenant, they will be granted the right to rebuild the third temple in Jerusalem. However, that temple will be specifically for the world Messiah, the cosmic Messiah of all faiths, the Antichrist. To the utter amazement of many people, this anti-Christian and interfaith approach has already taken root in Israel. A modern Sanhedrin was established in October of 2004, and they follow a multi-religious approach based on scriptures such as Isaiah 56.7, where it is written, For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. They even have posted on their website the view of God's holy mountain for all faiths. This statement is erroneously interpreted in a multi-religious way with the purpose of also giving recognition to the non-biblical faiths. When, with true Holy Spirit interpretation, Isaiah 56-7 is referring to the millennial reign of Jesus Christ the Lord when he will sit on the throne of David, ruling over all nations. 
Biblical prophecies indicate that the third temple, which will be built in Jerusalem, will be the temple of the false Messiah. The Antichrist will enter into the Holy of Holies and declare himself to be God, as confirmed in 2 Thessalonians 2.4, Daniel 11.31, and Matthew 24.15-21. When that happens, the temple of God will have become the temple of Satan. And based on all these developments and the fact that the third temple is ready to be built even now, we can know that the coming of the false Messiah is at hand. It truly could happen at any time. Number 11 on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world is Divine Revelation in the Bible Becomes Extra-Biblical Revelations. Information regarding the future revelation of Satan's kingdom on earth is propagated by the false prophets. They present it as if it were God's kingdom in which people of all faiths will live together in peace and prosperity. They reject all biblical warnings about an end-time tribulation under the dictatorship of the Antichrist. And for that reason, all biblical prophecies are distorted, allegorized, ignored, or merely regarded as irrelevant. According to them, the only acceptable information on what the future holds for us comes from major contemporary prophets who try to create the impression that they are speaking on behalf of God. Their predictions include mighty revivals, good times, and a peaceful world empire, but rule out the tribulation soon to come when God's holy judgment will come upon a rebellious and unbelieving world which leads us to number 12 on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world. The futuristic kingdom of God becomes a humanistic kingdom now. According to the Bible, Satan knows that Jesus Christ will return to the earth to destroy his enemies, save the remnant in Israel, and then establish his kingdom on the earth with Jerusalem as its capital. In an all-out effort to avert this turn of events before the second coming of Jesus Christ the King, he will establish his own government on earth under the leadership of the Antichrist. Lucifer's plan of a kingdom here and now, before the coming of Christ as King over all, has become so firmly entrenched in theological thinking across the globe that most of the leading Christian churches are actively supporting and promoting this idea. Preparations for this Antichrist kingdom are in such an advanced stage that, but for a holy remnant of true believers, an interfaith Messiah is already being accepted, even within what is known as the Church of Jesus Christ. Bringing us to number 13 on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world, which is, the rapture of true believers becomes the removal of rebels. The Lord has promised to remove his bridal congregation from this earth before the advent of the coming time of God's righteous judgment upon those who rejected and refused his gift of amazing grace that provided forgiveness for the sins of the world. Those who have believed and are now his born-again offspring are the temple of the Holy Spirit, 
and their presence on the earth withholds the revelation of the Antichrist and the institution of his satanic world empire, as confirmed in Second Thessalonians 2, 6-8. When these true believers suddenly disappear in the rapture, the Antichrist will be revealed as a false prince of peace in the name of Christ and also in the names of the other messiahs of all world religions. He will slander and scorn the true Christians who have disappeared, probably explained as having been abducted by aliens and taken to another planet where they will never again pose danger to the enlightenment of those left behind. They will be branded as stubborn rebels who promoted hatred and conflict through their refusal to enter into brotherly relations with members of other faiths. And, therefore, they had to be removed in order to allow true unity and peace to prevail on the earth. And then Satan's kingdom, under the banner of the new one-world order, will be fully operating and ruling over those who have been left behind, with most people believing, at least in the beginning, that they are the chosen ones who will be enlightened and praised. But their joy and confidence will come crashing down on them when Lucifer's true agenda is fully realized, and the wrath of God befalls this dread enemy and all who followed and worshipped him. As we close for today, we are reminded of the words of Lord Jesus in Matthew 24, 4. Take heed that no one deceives you. Those words have never held more meaning and import than they do now, for all that his prophetic word has promised us is readied, and Jesus comes quickly. Therefore, keep standing in his truth, beloved, and looking heavenward, for our redemption draws nigh. And, as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com